0: everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We continue to lift up the new listeners. We pray for the new listeners in France and the United Kingdom. We continue to lift up Pastor Joshua and his congregation in Kenya We pray for the elections. We pray the blood of Jesus over mouth cancer. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the Anointed One, Jesus Christ, amen. We continue with part two of the gospel, good news for all. This week, I want to begin with the gospel as a source of hope. Colossians 1.23 says, If indeed you continue and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. My friends, our hope is that through Jesus we are reconciled back to God. The church at Coloss was under attack from false teachers, just as the church is under attack today. There are those who say all hope is lost, when, in reality, they are lost. The goal of Paul's ministry was that every citizen in the Roman Empire hear the good news, both Jews and Gentiles. The gospel is also a source of salvation, as taught in 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 13 and 14, and it reads, But we are bound to give thanks to God always for you. Brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth, to which you were called by our gospel for the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, in addition to praying for the unsaved, we should also pray for those who have been saved. I ask you to pray for great ministries every week because the ministry is Needs your prayers. Persecution of the church and of the saints is an ongoing problem and it may seem like the persecutors have the upper hand, but their judgment and their destruction are guaranteed. Paul explained that believers were chosen by God in eternity past to spend eternity future with him. But you might ask, I thought the gospel was for all. And I would reply, it is but only those who were chosen by God will respond to it. The sin debt has been paid, but salvation in the believer comes through the work of the Holy Spirit, through the belief in the truth. Rejection of the finished work of Jesus on the cross, rejection of the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit, and rejection of the word of truth is a good indicator that you haven't been chosen. Now Paul rejected all these things, but was converted later just because you reject salvation now doesn't always mean you will reject it forever. Your day to be saved may not have come yet. That's why I also ask for prayer each week for the unsaved. I don't know who has been chosen by God, and every believer was converted after they heard the gospel. The gospel is also a source of faith, as Peter proclaims in Acts 15 and 7. And it says... And when there had been much dispute, Peter rose up and said to them, Men and brethren, you know that a good while ago God chose among us that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. My Christian comrades, the Judaizers wanted the Gentiles to be circumcised as a sign of faith. But God has given the Holy Spirit to believing Jews and Gentiles, black and white, rich and poor, Men and women, slave and free, your status has no bearing on your faith. Either you believe the good news, or you don't. The gospel is also a source of life, as explained in 1 Corinthians 4.15, and it reads, For though you might have ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel." Folks, Paul was telling the church at Corinth that he was their spiritual father. They may have had 10,000 guardians, leaders, and teachers in the church, but he was their only spiritual father as he brought them to faith by preaching the gospel to them. Several months ago, Pastor Joshua from Kenya mentioned that I was their spiritual father. I want them to know that although I appreciate the kind words, the real spiritual father of the congregation in Kenya is Pastor Joshua. I'm just one of the many instructors. As their spiritual father, Pastor Joshua has saved the souls of many who would have perished if not for him preaching the gospel. The gospel is also a source of immortality as found in 2 Timothy First chapter Tenth verse. It says, But has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. My Christian companions, the appearance, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ was established by God's grace towards us. Jesus was the key to the plan to save the world from sin which produced death. Now, death is destroyed, for when Christians die, they are immediately in the presence of the Lord. But it took the death and resurrection of Jesus to bring life and immortality into view. Our faith in Christ is useless if not for the empty tomb. The gospel is also a source of afflictions. As claimed by Paul in Philippians 1.16, which says, The former preach Christ from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. Folks, Paul preached the gospel out of love, while others preached out of envy, rivalry, selfish ambition or false motives paul later adds in verse 18 that whatever the motive he rejoices that christ is being preached the gospel is proclaimed in the old testament as preached to abraham galatians 3 and 8 references genesis 12 and 3 as well as genesis 18 and 18 when god told abraham that in you all nations shall be blessed god repeats this promise to isaac in Genesis 26 and 4 and he repeats it to Jacob in Genesis 28 14. Galatians 3 and 8 says and the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand saying in you all the nations shall be blessed. My brothers and sisters Abraham's spiritual descendants are those who believe God and are therefore justified by faith not by the law. God includes the Gentiles in his plan of salvation and reveals it to Abraham in the covenant that he made with him. The gospel is also proclaimed by the prophets. Isaiah 61 verses 1 and 2 proclaims, The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. My friends, Jesus reads these words in the synagogue in Luke 4:18 and 19. Paul would introduce the prophets in his introduction to his letter to the church at Rome in Romans 1, verses 1 and 2. The gospel was also proclaimed by John the Baptist as Mark 1 verses 1 through 4 records these words, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, behold, I send a messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. My comrades for Christ, Mark wastes no time in his introduction to the theme of his book, The Good News of Jesus Christ. He quickly introduces John the Baptist as the servant who will prepare the way for the king. Jesus also proclaims the gospel in Mark 1st chapter verses 14 and 15, and it proclaims, Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Folks, Jesus began his ministry of service by proclaiming the good news of God. We should take note and do the same. As Christians, we should tell others about the good news because it brings forgiveness restoration and new life we can share the good news with the world that is lost the good news is too precious to keep to yourself please tell someone about the saving power of Jesus let's pray father thank you for the good news of Jesus Christ we pray for ears that will hear the message and hearts that will accept the message we pray for these things in the name of the radiance of God's glory Jesus Christ amen please tune in next week for part three of our series the gospel good news for all i encourage you to find a good bible teaching church send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address which is hello at great ministries.org please continue to pray for great ministries and share us with your friends your family your loved ones and the unsaved stay safe be blessed.